Hey, 1 Corinthians chapter 3, good to be with you today. Turn in your Bibles with me to 1 Corinthians chapter 3. We're going to read verse 5 uh, all the way down to verse 8. So a little heavier on the number of verses today. The Bible says, Who then is Paul and who is Apollos, but ministers through whom you believed, as the Lord God gave to each one? Paul says, I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. So this is the, the principle here. So then neither he who plants is anything, nor is he who waters, but God who gives the increase. Now he who plants and he who waters are one, and each one will receive his own reward according to his own labor. That whole piece of reward we're going to talk about tomorrow. But Paul's on this, he, he's on this theme, right? I mean, he's, he's hammering this nail. He's got an issue with the church. And this particular church was all split up. It was all divided, totally fragmented. And fragmented, not over like, hey, we've got some real doctrinal issues, you know, that we've got to address here. Some of you are perverting the gospel. Like, that wasn't it. This church was like, you know, like I think I was praying yesterday. This church is like um, an elementary schoolyard where you've got little factions and people being proud about who's leading their faction. I mean, how absolutely immature is that? And so Paul's addressed that. Now he's going to address the reality of the position of the leaders in the church. This is what he deals with here. You know, he, he already says, hey, where you're at, it's, it's not where God wants you. It's a sign of carnality. You're acting like you're unsaved. You need to, you need to cut that out. And then he deals with the issue of leadership in the church. Um, and the way he presents this is like, um, he presents it in agricultural terms. This is the illustration here. It's like you have a field and you've got some laborers working in the field and one is planting, you know, another uh, is watering. So they're working in conjunction with each other. You have to have both those things. You've got to have the one planting, you've got to have the watering because without the water, the plant won't grow. And if you don't plant the seed, the water is useless, right? But there's something that happens there's a miracle that happens. God gives the increase. God's planted within the DNA of each of those seeds as they germinate. He's planted within those seeds the, the information uh, that, they, that they not only should grow, but he supplies the power and the strength for that growth to come to pass. You know, I, this might sound absurd to you, but and it might be because I live in Las Vegas, but I love trees and... You know, when I look at a tree, especially when I'm in the forest, uh, it's amazing to me that these massive things just shoot up out of the ground. I mean, really, it's, it's, it's extraordinary. And then the whole root structure and then the length of their life and how they're able to withstand storms. And, you know, it really is. They're miracles that happen all around us. Life itself is a miracle. And God is the one that supplies uh, not just the, the information, the data, the genetic data for these things to happen, but, but the power. At the end of the day, Paul is simply saying, listen, we're just, we're just workers. You know, stop making celebrities out of us. Stop putting us in the center of your world. Stop making us points of division, you know, because that's not what this is about. This is not about us. It's about God. God is the one who has caused the church to not only exist, but he's caused the church to increase. When people are born again or when people grow in their faith, it's not because of the power of the person that's preaching the message of the gospel. 
It is because God is the one who is at work. I mean, Paul says this in Romans chapter 1, verse 16 and 17. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God. And, and so, you know, Paul in just a beautiful way really identifies what the issue is. And the issue, the issue was, was arrogance and pride. C.S. Lewis said, humility is not thinking of yourself less. It's, think, it's not thinking of yourself at all. And I think that that is a great definition for humility. It also gives us a, a really clear picture of what pride is. And the people of God, listen, two things here. We should never be in a place where we're exalting human leaders because Paul says the truth is this, we're nothing, right? We're nothing. We're just tools that are being used in the hands of God. And then if we're in a position of leadership, and we'll talk about this later, we should never be in a place where somehow we're making it appear as if all these things that have happened are because of us. People are led in, in worship. There may be an instrument you know, that God's using. And I'm not talking about a guitar. I'm talking about a worship leader, whether it's, whether it's Hillsong or Bethel or here at our own church. But it's not, it's not that person. It's the power of God. It's the content of the scripture that you're singing to the Lord. It's the moving of the Holy Spirit, a pastor that you might respect and, you know, who has, has been used by God to deeply minister to you. It's easy for us sometimes to focus on that individual and the impact that they have had on our lives. But the truth is this, they're simply a tool that God has used and the impact has come from God himself. And I'm not saying that we aren't thankful for the diversity of gifts that God uses in the body of Christ. And I'm not saying that there aren't times where a word of encouragement is good, but the word of encouragement goes something like this, God has really used you in my life. Not, not, man, you are this, that, and the other thing. It's, hey, thank you for being a willing vessel in the hands of God because He's used you. Let's keep it all in the right perspective, especially in, in, in an era in our Christian culture that has totally gotten swept away with celebrityism and carnality in the church. Let's keep our focus on the Lord. And God, we thank you so much. We know ultimately all things are from you and they are through you and they are back to you for the glory of your name. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great day.